Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Barrett Ejectish, and Ryan Huang with you. Right now, we want to talk about skills needed for Singapore's future workforce. Yeah, and I think this has been a topic that has dominated headlines and dominated our minds and lives, yes. especially in the last two years. Because of all the changes wrought by COVID-19, many people also lost their jobs as a result of the crisis. And that reflection, that self-reflection, yeah. I think very, very important. Well, if you are Still grappling with it, thinking about what to do next. Mm. This report, I think, would certainly help. The first ever report by Skills Future Singapore mm-hmm. on this subject. What skills do you need? So some things have been highlighted. Mm-hmm. Digital, green and care sectors, which I expected to really need manpower in the next couple of years. Yep. Uh, so let's see how you can adapt. The skills demand for the Future Economy report also highlighted jobs that are likely to be in demand over the next three years and the skills and training needed to take on such roles in these growth areas. What can we do? Let's see if we can get some answers from Susanna Leong, Professor and Vice Provost, Master's Programs and Lifelong Education, National University of Singapore. Prof, good morning. How are you? Very good morning. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very good. Prof, let's talk about this report. It's the first ever report of its kind, highlighting these jobs that are likely to be in demand over the next few years. Tell us what went into finding all this out, into pinpointing the specific sectors and skills that will be in vogue, Mm. to put it simply. I think SkillsFuture colleagues have spent a tremendous amount of time and effort in terms of gathering the amounts of information and data and using data tools to glean insights for the readers with regards to what is needed in the future, particularly in the growth areas of digital care and green economies. There's a lot of work that's gone in. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and on that note, it also pinpointed the top 20 clusters of skills in these particular sectors. Could you give us a breakdown on what are the biggest highlights of the survey, especially where skills are needed for these particular sectors? I think there is an abundance of very useful information in the report. For each of the selected economies of green digital care, the report provides a description of all the growth opportunities and the new job roles. And they give you examples, perspectives from the enterprises that are, have gone undergone transformation or going through transformation to the individuals uh, that have pivoted. The report also maps up for us the priority skills for supporting the relevant talent needs in a particular sector. For example, it was in the report stated the priority skills needed to support the digital economy in the financial services sector. And these skills involve data collection analysis, customer experience management. And we know that now these priority skills are also cross-cutting skills in the sense that they are transferable Mm -hmm. across other you know, areas, and therefore they are highly valued. At the same time, I would also want to highlight that the report also gives us uh, a set of transferable soft skills that uh, would be very critical in, you know, a, a, in a digitized context. These are the critical core skills that enable the integration of knowledge across disciplines for very effective decision-making and problem-solving, influencing stakeholders, etc., etc. So I, I think this 
is extremely useful, both to businesses as well as to individuals. I'm glad you mentioned transferable skills because I think there's a fear that people might zero in on hard skills in order to land a job. But the future is unpredictable, right? The skills you pick up today will have to be augmented. Uh, They could become obsolete in the Mm, next few years. Most of all, though, what about developing a love for learning uh, so that one can be adaptable and agile, be willing to learn continually? I mean, how can this be better inculcated in Singapore, considering that we seem to have had a culture over the last few decades of focusing on hard skills and then a few years down the road, finding ourselves irrelevant, finding ourselves having difficulties pivoting during a crisis? I would say that, first of all, we have to have a mindset change. A mindset change in a sense that we cannot stop learning. This is something I think probably we will have to inculcate in our learners, perhaps very early on in life and, and not to and not to wait till much later. This importance of recognizing that we need to embrace lifelong learning so as to remain agile and and with an open mind we will be able to embrace new knowledge, new skills. And I think this is what it takes to remain relevant in the new normal. Mm, but Prof, this also has to come down to the employer creating that culture. And when my, what I mean by this is like and the employer looks at you and say you go for a job or your boss says, oh, you went for a course this year, you upgraded yourself. Doesn't matter how big or small, I'm glad you're doing that. That, right. that would go a long indeed. way, right? Indeed, indeed. It has to be both the employer side as well as the employees. The employers can put in place training schemes, incentives, allowing employees to take time off and maybe setting aside, you know, a learning day or a a learning week, for example, for that matter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, sometimes it just comes down to the practical things like are employers giving employees time off to go and learn? So I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, sometimes it's not even about the more elevated discussions that we should have around training. It's just practical stuff. But you know, something you said earlier really struck me. You mentioned that we need to inculcate a spirit of lifelong learning from young. In other words, we need to go down to primary schools, secondary schools, change the way education is seen, right? It's not just about grades. It's not just about doing well in school. It's about actually loving learning. Do you have any opinions on how this can best be done? Well, I think, you know, parents can start and not just simply check boxes of the children's learning milestones. Mm. And but uh, really to not to have the full stop, but instead, you know, putting the commas that we have done this, but then there are more to do and there are more to learn. And the parents can set themselves as examples mm. to mm. the children. Prof, what if I'm a lost child and I know I need to upgrade myself and I see this report, but I don't know which one, which skill set speaks out to me? Can companies do something or, or, or can there be a body that does something to help match skills with with the individual, with the profile of the individual? I would say that, you know, the report has already presented very, very valuable signposting, okay. you know, for the individual with regard to the in-demand job roles in mm, the three mm. key growth areas. Mm. And in fact, I think the report is done in a very structured manner. So, you know, previously when we wanted to upgrade, like for, exa- for example, you, you said that you want to upgrade, yeah. we might need to do the research first ourselves. Mm. Um, and to understand, you know, the labour market, to understand what the industry requires, what employers are looking for. But I would say that with this report, right, you know, SSG has already done the tough work right. for many of us. And now we, we, we simply need, perhaps, number one, 
to spend some time reading through the the report. Yes, it is a seventy-page report, but I assure you, it's um, written in a very in a very clear style and very simple language, easy to take in. And the learner just need to think about what might be his or her career interest, and use this report to understand the various progression opportunities, and then start with the priority skills, pick a skill set. And, and, and begin the journey. I was being spoiled, eh? and that's a learning mm. point for all of us. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of things are done for us already. Yeah, so, so yeah. 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 We, we need it. to yeah. stop wanting to be spoon-fed, yes. right? Yes. So, yes. Uh, in a way, yeah, the guide, I think, will be a starting point for a lot of people. Always remember, right. though, your, your own interests and aptitudes also matter. Yeah. Thank you yeah, so yeah. much, Professor. You're welcome. We've been speaking with Professor Susanna Leong. Uh, she's Prof and Vice Provost of the Master's Program in Lifelong Education at the National University of Singapore. You have a great day, yeah, Prof? You too. Thank you very much. Goodbye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.